Monday, July 9th. Having a conversation concerning today's headlines and real-life challenges. Stay with us as we apply a biblical worldview with gospel solutions to put the issues of today in perspective. I'm Tom Lamprecht. With me again in the studio is author, pastor, conference speaker, and adjunct professor Harry Reeder. Harry, I'd like to take you to two separate stories, one out of World Magazine, the other out of the Daily Wire, but both, however, have the same theme. One of the stories out of Pennsylvania, a school district after roughly 2,800 students were forced to watch an LGBT video during LGBT Unity Week back in April. Parents and conservative activists asked the district to provide links to the videos so that they could see what the children were forced to watch. The answer they got? No. In Virginia, a Virginia school board this month approved drastic changes to its district's sex education curriculum despite strong parental oppositions. Once again, the parents were told, it's not your concern. And including in that was the removal of clergy as those, quote, trusted individuals to call upon in case of counseling. Now, the reason why for that, clearly, is because within that number of clergy are going to be those who have convictions concerning the biblical and historical, A, definition of marriage, a man and a woman for life, and B, that sexuality is within marriage, and that marriage is a man and a woman in life, and therefore, clergy become the casualties. Tom, let's see what they reveal concerning this intentional and pervasive and highly effective movement of a neo-pagan world in life view that ultimately destroys the foundational institutions of a culture as it attempts to eradicate the historic influences of a Christian world in life view in the culture, particularly around the matters of marriage and family and sexuality and individual dignity and unalienable rights, that is, God-given rights that are to be protected by a government as opposed to the increasing socialist notion that the government has the power to determine the rights and give the rights, and they are government-based, not God-based. The historic position is that they're God-given, and our government is called to protect those God-given rights, and now we have a new movement that the government can invent rights and then give them, and then, of course, uh, protect them by coercion, as you see here in both of these cases. In the Pennsylvania case, you see that the students in this school district were required to go and watch these LGBTQ films. Parents, naturally, what is it that you are exposing my children to? I want to know. And then the school district, after a lengthy process, determines with a ruling that, no, we're not going to let you have those. And their excuse is that this was a student project, so their privacy is to be protected. Well, the reality is it was not a student project. It was an external organization declared to be an LGBT straight alliance, but it was not an internal movement. It was an external movement that with the cultural elite that controlled the school board, they then began to impose that upon that particular school district and upon those children, the world in life view that normalizes sexuality outside of marriage and sexuality outside of the natural sex of heterosexuality between a man and a woman, and then the ethical dimension that it is to be within marriage. In Fairfax now, they even went to the point of removing, even as an element of sex education, abstention, which of course we know is not only consistent 
With a biblical world in life view, you abstain from sex and you teach people how to and why to, both ethically and practically. By the way, that's 100% effective on sexually transmitted diseases, unwanted pregnancies, etc. But now you can't even teach that in Virginia. Not only did they make the children go, make the children watch, but now they will not let the parents see what the children watch. So what does that tell you? Well, number one, the sexual revolution is a reality, it is incessant, it is intentional, and it is going to use the powers of the government as it extends into the arena of public education. Because if you can get the children and frame their mind and their world in life view in terms of this sexual revolution, then you've got the next generation. And to do that, you're going to have to sidestep what we have always affirmed, and that is the supremacy of parental rights over the education of their children. When the public education movement began in the 19th century, these things were warned that if you put public education in the hands of government and then you impose compulsory public education, it's just a matter of time till the state and the cultural elite will seize that as their number one most effective method to make children of the state, not children who know how to live within a state, that is, we used to call civics, but children of the state instead of children of the family. Number two, its primary, and not exclusive, but its primary weapon is the public school system. And with the capturing of the minds of those who control that system, administrators, teachers' organizations, outside organizations that are invited in, with that influence on the children, it is now being used, and it is being used with power, in that the children had no choice. They had to go to it. The fact that they would not show or give them the links to these films, which should be available, tells you there is something in those films they don't want seen. It's a shot across the bow. Your children are our children, not your children. It is the cultural elite again telling the rank and file of humanity, we are smarter than you, and by the way, you can't stop us. They're our children more than they are your children. I have one simple response. Those people are in those positions, and you still reside within a democratic process. How do you let such people rule your school districts? There is a school board that is elected. You put them there, and you need to put people up there who will, if you're going to have a public school system, will make it subservient to the parents, not a power that imposes upon the parents and the families. And then the families serve the public school system and its objectives. The public school system serves the public. You have a means to address that, and someone needs to seize this particular moment and create the movement that if you're going to have a public school system, it is going to serve the public, not the public serve the system. You cannot go to bed at night and not know that your children are the targets of this sexual revolution. As parents, you may have to make a decision. If we cannot get control of this system so that it goes back to doing what we actually established it to do over a hundred years ago, reading, writing, and arithmetic, then you need to leave that system. Harry, on Tuesday's edition of Today in Perspective, I want to take you to a story that has implications for what we talked about today. A 41-year-old ruling that allowed states to require public employees to pay fees to unions so-called fair share fees, that has been overturned by the U.S. Supreme Court. 
another ruling of the Supreme Court that creates an open door for some sanity in our culture. I'm grateful for it. We also need to identify how it does it and why it does it. Tom, let me just finish up today's program. Just a word to churches. We need to preach and teach the gospel of Jesus Christ. And when the Bible says that we make disciples, we are to teach them all that the Lord has commanded. And that includes a right view of humanity made in the image of God, male and female, and the dignity that's fastened to that. It also calls us to uphold revealed creation mandates, such as marriage and sexuality within marriage. And the fact that our parents are not able to respond to this, I believe, is in some degree related to either the inability or the refusal of churches to take on these issues in the curriculum of a Christian world and life view so that people love the Lord with all of their mind, heart, and soul. The gospel is at the core, and the gospel takes you high, deep, and wide. It takes you into all of life to capture every thought unto the obedience of Christ. And that's also, how are we made? Why are we made? Why are we here? And why are institutions such as family, marriage, and sexuality within marriage important in the education of our children? And that needs to be in the hands of parents. And any instrument that supersedes it, including the public schools, must be changed or cast to the side in the trash heap of culture. As we close out for today, let me encourage you to download a special resource that will challenge your walk in the Lord Jesus Christ. It's the newly redesigned Briarwood app. It is available through Google Play, the Windows Store, Amazon Apps, and the Apple App Store. Go to your favorite app store, type in Briarwood PCA. You'll have access to audio, video, and written resources that will challenge and encourage your walk in the Lord Jesus Christ. It's yours at no cost. Well, do stop by again tomorrow, Tuesday, as we continue our conversation and as we apply a biblical worldview to put the issues of today in perspective.